Hello friends and listener this is your host Ashna and you are listening to Hustlers Daily where i present you with the strategies challenges and influence of the hustlers across india every week on Hustlers Daily Today we have Akash Yadav who owns a cafe called Bistro B2 in Banaras which serves one of the best italian indian and chinese food Akash is from IIT Kharagpur who took an extremely unconventional route after his gig in corporate Mumbai. So adjust yourself well on whatever device you are listening it on because we are going to dive into the crazy hustling story of Akash for next few minutes. So Akash what's your story? Uh, you very clearly mentioned I am uh, a post grad uh, from IIT Kharagpur. and um, after uh, finishing my college i worked for a couple of years uh, in an analytics firms in firm in bombay and um, mm-hmm. i was uh, working as a business analyst there and uh, things were going pretty well uh, until i realized that uh, it's a loop uh, which is infinite in nature and it's very very difficult to get out of that loop and uh, i knew that uh, i needed a very very strong push uh, to leave the otherwise comfortable life uh, where i had all my good friends a good pay package and most importantly independence so mm-hmm. these were the ingredients of a perfect life uh, but uh, because i was getting too comfortable in my life and i always wanted to start my own ventures uh, for certain reasons so that is why i took the plunge and i decided uh, that i'll get uh, get back to my hometown and i'll start my own business so my family has been in the food business for more than 50 years and i was really fascinated uh, with the restaurant domain uh, after having visited like more than uh, approximately 100 restaurants in a couple of years in bombay so i i always had this feeling that uh, restaurants are without an element of doubt uh, the happiest places on earth uh nothing can be as satisfying as looking at happy faces all around you and the feeling that you get when people come and celebrate uh, i mean that that makes you feel really happy and uh, the time i came back to banaras uh, the restaurant domain was uh, fortunately it was uh, in a booming stage uh, with a lot of new concepts uh, coming in and it was an amazing feeling Uh, that uh, so much was happening in the city that i was born and brought up in and uh, i decided to join the league and decided to do something new in the hospitality domain in the city and uh, one interesting thing that happened with me uh, which eventually taught me a very important lesson was uh, that the location at which i was planning the restaurant was in the older banaras Uh, which lagged okay. such fancy restaurants, and therefore uh, people thought that I was nuts to invest so much money and time in the project. Uh, a lot of people kept suggesting me that no, this will not work here in the older part of the city, and these fancy restaurants are not made for uh, a city which is so old in nature. But uh, I somehow had this belief that uh, I mean, because somebody. has not tried this before uh, there is definitely a market i should i should definitely give people something that they haven't seen uh, till till that point of time so i was crazy enough to try it out and find the answer as to whether this concept will work or not so the concept of high risk and high reward was it was continuously revolving around my head day in and day out and mm-hmm. i have this very strong feeling that 
like getting into business is pretty much like gambling so the more you know about the business is i mean the, the more the chances of mitigating the risk that is involved with that particular business so with that particular feeling i just uh, in and i pulled in all the energy i had and the experience that i had from the small corporate uh, career so that that's how it all started yeah akash how was the transition from like mumbai to banaras like don't you feel like uh, you have shifted from like a metro city to a basically a non metro city uh, is it like too uh, unsettling for you uh, i mean it was very disturbing it uh, was uh, probably one of the most uncomfortable phases of my life especially because i came from a city which uh, with a with a very strong work culture to a city which really did not have any kind of professionalism and there's no access to good workforce plus it's very difficult to find people who are like minded so mm-hmm. uh, i think i think that was a big hurdle but uh, obviously when when you decide to do something different when you try to take an unconventional path obviously you have to go through a lot and uh, i would say uh, i mean when when you have uh, such a good educational background and uh, a social circle which is comprising of people from who are having like high positions in various corporate domains so people do try to demotivate you and ask you to rethink about a risky decision but uh, period when uh, i was struggling here because it took me almost a year to create this entire restaurant because we started from scratch uh, the company was supposed to be formed then we had to discuss on the concept and the access to capital was another challenge because uh, we applied for the project and because of various hurdles we could we could not get uh, the funds on right time so the entire process i was struggling and when i was looking at other people uh, like moving ahead in their life so that that entire uh, phase was very difficult and uh, that actually uh, transformed me as a person and uh, I, i mean obviously it was very challenging but because i had a hope that uh, eventually when things will be in my favor uh, i mean it it'll it'll all look uh, very good and uh, that is exactly what happened now when i already like started the restaurant a lot of people appreciate that and uh, i mean i mean that that entire phase like completely transformed me as a person right so basically akash like uh, if we see look at the modern entrepreneurs uh, as of today so people um, more likely they want to move out of their house they want to not keep the baggage of the family and doing family chores they want to have their own space uh, as an entrepreneur where they can think freely they can think creatively that is what what people think so what what are your views on this like uh, do you feel comfortable with your family or do you think like is it like important to move out of the house and take an another route to uh, start something so uh, i mean i'll be very honest uh, i mean as i very clearly mentioned i mean one of the major things at this point of time that i really miss in my life is a group of like minded people and another very important thing is independence so i think when i was leading a different kind of life in bombay independence was a major major part that was there in my life but after coming here obviously there are certain constraints and there are there is a certain way in which you are supposed to behave because you are living with a family so obviously that is still a challenge for me 
but mm. because i had uh, the opportunity of uh, starting something on my own and my family was very supportive in this entire process so obviously whenever you do something whenever you uh, i mean make a transformation there is a pro associated with it there is a con associated with it so i i i don't think i should blame it on anybody but i do feel that at times i mean i i obviously need more independence and uh, uh, i mean that's that's how it is but uh, i mean if if i talk about uh, my case particularly so it was not particularly a family business so i started uh, this restaurant under a company which is uh, a private limited firm and i am the sole director in that firm uh, as of now i do feel uh, that uh, i mean had i worked uh, in a day or had i worked independent it could have been a bit different but uh, at the end of the day i mean that as i as i mentioned everything has a pro and con associated with it so that's that's how it goes that's how life is yeah so akash uh, what do you think is the most common reason for people giving up like why do entrepreneurs all the time like put their heads down and walk away from something which they have like uh, preserved it for so long and started something with so much passion so what do you think uh, could be the reason um i would uh, say that like one of the common reasons i would uh, say is that pe- people have this uh, negative mindset people have this feeling that uh, uh, what if it's uh, whatever they are doing is not successful they are continuously there's a continuous fear of failure and based on initial hiccups maybe if somebody is not getting Uh, a decent number of customers uh, initially so one needs to be very confident and very uh, resolved during that particular time so uh, i mean obviously keeping oneself motivated in difficult times is tough that's what differentiates winners from losers and business i believe based on my experience so far is pretty much based on risk minimization and the more as i mentioned earlier the more you are aware of your business uh, the more you mitigate your chances of failing and as we know i mean uh, if if somebody is hopeful enough so and and at the same time is aware about of uh, the business that he is into i believe uh, i mean one should not give up realizes that obviously i mean if if there is uh, no market as such or maybe the timing of the idea was not good so until unless you discover that uh, i think till till that point of time only because you are not getting enough number of customers or you are not generating enough amount of revenue i i don't think that should be a reason to leave that in between and for that i believe in order to keep yourself motivated during difficult times it is very important to actually do what you love because otherwise i mean if you are doing it just to make money or if you are doing it only to uh, i mean do something because you could not do other things that is why you are doing something or just the thought of being an entrepreneur excites you i i think it will be very difficult for you to just carry on and at the end of the day i mean what i believe is if uh, you even if if it is if it is sure that you'll die so it's very important that you fight before you die because if you fight there is a, a very small chance that you might survive so instead right. of fighting obviously obviously i mean that's that's how i take i feel that's how anybody should take it so at the end of the day you should fight like a warrior and uh, leave the rest to destiny because uh, in a business there are so many variables involved so out of all the variables there are only a few that are under your control so just make sure that you are playing on that factors really well 
and leave the rest to destiny so that is how i approach it right so uh, akash basically uh, how long do you have to do the background work to create the footfall in your restaurant like everybody is taking the software route the product route uh, onto the cloud but you have to and something uh, unconventional where you have to create a footfall on regular basis so what do you think would be would be the most challenging thing into creating a footfall yeah so i mean as uh, i'm sure even even you must have heard this that uh, restaurant is a business that works completely completely on word of mouth and although people do try a lot of stuff uh, they try to market their product through social media marketing which is obviously important to create a buzz to keep people engaged but in order to get that kind of footfall obviously uh, right from the very first day you have to focus on your quality you have to focus on uh, whether your staff is uh, dealing with the customers in the right manner or not yeah that's what we basically see that it takes a lot of time to create a right amount of footfall into something like even if you're creating yeah, so, traffic on website so so far uh, i think we've uh, engaged uh, in various kinds of activities and those certain i mean those are the, those are the activities which were really helpful in creating that much needed buzz uh in the restaurant so we have had uh, a bloggers meet uh, recently and uh, because these bloggers are very well connected to the foodies in the cities so that in itself was very effective other than that uh, we keep organizing live music events open mics so these kind of activities uh, help in engaging with the customers help in giving them different kinds of experiences so akash what support or resources are available for someone starting a new restaurant or a food business basically if i talk about uh, the support in terms of finance i would say uh, i mean obviously there has been a significant difference uh, in the startup ecosystem in this country mm-hmm. Uh, especially when you talk about uh, a lot of change like uh, social offline or you talk about uh, change like the beer cafe they started their venture they expanded they scaled it up uh, a lot of uh, people who are ready to invest in such ideas uh, looking at the growth in this particular sector so obviously the, that's that's the case uh, especially when you are starting in a tier 1 market where the size of market is enormous uh but in my case uh, i mean i uh, went through a very formal path i uh, as i mentioned i mean uh, so we we mortgaged uh, one of the properties and uh, we we availed the loan so if i talk about uh, the non financial resources so uh, i mean something that has changed uh, over the years is the access to food consultants and restaurant consultants so one needs to look at only the, the business side of it the core operations are mainly looked after by these uh, restaurant consultants so i believe i mean that's a very positive change so even if somebody who is not from this domain can have access to the know how uh, as to how exactly to start a business how how exactly do you do all the projections so these kind of resources i believe is uh, is available these days and uh, that has made uh, like owning a restaurant and running uh, a, a a profit making restaurant somewhat easier it's still like one of the most uh, uh, like one of the most difficult businesses to get in and make money out of it but uh, i mean this entire access to uh, people who know a lot about this business has made it much easier uh, for people who are not from this background to 
have a good uh, venture of their own yeah right so akash like what hurdles did you personally face is it obvious or did you like stumble upon the answers what do you think like what could be uh, the most app way to go about it so uh, <clears throat> i believe uh, as uh, i mentioned earlier as well uh, in my case uh, was Uh, that i came from a very professional background uh, versus uh, i i i mean i'm currently working in a city which uh, like completely lacks that kind of corporate culture so people in general mm-hmm. uh, are not very professional in nature and uh, i mean they might not work with you with the same intensity with the same loyalty they might not possess the same kind of skills and uh, that makes the entire uh, task very difficult because at the end of the day when you're running a company uh, it's it's not about the owner it's it's about the entire team because if uh, the people who are supposed to do specific tasks are not performing well you will not have a good business you 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 will eventually lose money you will not be very successful so at the end of the day everybody who's on different jobs needs uh, to work really hard and to be loyal and dedicated towards the business so this i believe was one of the major hurdles another challenge in my case uh, was the lack of experience in this particular domain uh, i mean obviously there were pros and cons of being an outsider uh, if i talk about uh, the cons of being an outsider so obviously uh, the uh, i mean there were a lot of uh, nitigrities of this particular business uh, which uh, eventually becomes very important uh, so those were the things that were uh, that i was completely unaware of and uh, i uh, must have read hundreds of articles i read so many books in order to uh, familiarize i mean just just to familiarize myself with uh, those concepts and right from the very beginning i uh, was in touch uh, with Um, um a manager who eventually helped us start the restaurant so he we we did not hire him as a consultant but uh, he was there with us as an employee so he had a decent background in that particular field and i did my own research and uh, i mean that that uh, really helped me but uh, there are a few uh, very important concepts that one should definitely know and one should research on before getting into this particular domain Uh, but at the same mm-hmm. time, there there is uh, an advantage of being an outsider as well because you can uh, think out of the box all the time, and this is like one of the major major learnings because whenever I had uh, conversations with the people who were having uh, those typical hotel management degrees, so they had a very conventional way of thinking about things, whereas I was an outsider mm-hmm. that really helped me challenge the convention that why can't this particular thing be done like this. or why, why why are we not doing this not not because uh, i mean i i mean so the major thing that really helped me was the fact that i was an outsider so that helped me in uh, doing a lot of things very differently and uh, as i as i uh, like very clearly think that another personal challenge if i would say that i felt uh, throughout that process was a phase a patch in which uh, uh, i had nothing uh, very substantial to show i had uh, i mean i just left my job uh, and i was working on this project and uh, mm-hmm. i was not very sure as to when exactly will this uh, project eventually finish because i kept making a lot of spreadsheets and i had a lot of timelines in mind but the way uh, things work 
in a tier 2 city especially a city like varanasi i mean they can they can make any timeline any spreadsheet fail uh, with their attitude so i was i think i think that was a big big hurdle and in the entire phase um, when i obviously i was putting a lot of effort but there was nothing very substantial that was coming out of it versus uh, you see a lot of people uh, from i mean from from your college from your school uh, and all, all 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 the friends that you have so if, when you when you see them leading a very normal life uh, having a good pay package having a good time in every sense so i mean that that obviously makes you feel very uncomfortable and i i will i will definitely admit that i have been through the same phase but uh, only the hope of uh, starting something of my own only the hope of uh, adding value to the hospitality domain especially in the uh, in this part of the city which does not have a lot of good restaurants because whatever uh, uh, new things are coming that are coming in the newer part of the city and nothing is happening in the older part of the city as of now so this this entire hope of adding value to this particular uh, part of the city where i was born and brought up so that that uh, kept me going and i was very very hopeful about the future so uh, i i think yeah that is how i tackled it so basically uh, akash how did you go about hiring your core teams i'll uh, probably uh, i mean uh, break this question into several parts i'll tell you about uh, how i went about this entire process uh, versus how i believe one should go about it okay so uh, i will uh, like admit that i made a lot of mistakes uh, while hiring uh, mainly because again mm-hmm. it was because of lack of experiences uh, in the, in this particular uh, domain uh, while like when i was working in a tech firm obviously the the kind of hiring that you do there versus the kind of hiring that you do here is very very different and uh, being an outsider again i mean this was one of the major challenges and uh, the finding uh, resources finding chefs could be a very very difficult task uh, if you don't have any background okay akash so let's move on to some uh, less serious questions so akash what is the sound that you like the best yeah so i uh, any out of all the musical instruments uh, i believe saxophone is uh, an instrument that i really really like i mean the sound coming out of that particular instrument is something that i really like mm-hmm. so i think sound made by saxophone yeah so what's your favorite word akash uh so the favorite word is pretty interesting i mean i came across this word uh, while i was watching the movie heather <laughs> and uh, the, yeah. the word is pushpa uh, which essentially means uh, extreme amount of audacity and self confidence and uh, i i feel i have a lot of pushpa in me that is why i think <laughs> this is this is one of my favorite words Yep. I think all of us have come across this word like while mo- watching the movie Heather and during yeah. who's uh, that shot. So that was yeah, the yeah. time when uh, I, everybody I used to uh, everywhere I used to go I used to listen to this word like just just wow yeah just wow yeah. Yeah. Move on to the next question. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? uh i mean i uh, particularly am really fascinated uh, by acting as a profession 
because whatever limited uh, opportunities i had during my college days uh, to be a part of uh, the dramatic team mm-hmm. uh, that i believe was very interesting i mean other than uh, cricket uh, i think dramatic was uh, one of those major activities that i was involved in, uh, during my college days unfortunately i mean uh, the, i mean during these uh, couple of years in bombay I couldn't uh, join a theater because of a lot of workload, but I mean that's uh, a part and parcel. But if ever I get a chance to come back to Bombay again, I mean this time I'm not going to miss any chance, and I would definitely like to be a part of a theater group and uh, would try my hand at acting. And I'm somebody, I mean, I I, I won't do it uh, to become a Bollywood actor or such. But at the end of the day, I mean, that's the entire process is very interesting. It looks very interesting to me. I enjoy it. Not Bollywood. Uh, like, why not Bollywood? I mean, uh, I mean, I I don't have such aspirations as of now. I mean, non non necessarily Bollywood. Uh, uh, I mean, I just enjoy the entire process. So I mean, Bollywood or not. At the end of the day, I mean, if if we talk about the profession, if we talk about something that I would really like doing, I would say acting is definitely one of those professions. Yes. Okay. So, mm-hmm. Ash, like uh, I have heard that Banaras has these great Ramlilas during the uh, Sheras. So, mm-hmm. have you ever acted in one such Ramlilas? Never, never, never. I mean, I've been a part of a lot of. Uh, drama during my school days as well as during college days mm-hmm. but uh, never tried my hand at uh, <laughs> a ramlila event ever but that's a good idea i mean if if uh, i mean if i manage uh, to stay here for uh, a few more years i mean i might try it in my hand at that as well Okay. So, that's an interesting suggestion. What do you think would be the best suitable character to to your uh, to you, basically? Uh, I mean, uh, I mean, because I have always uh, played negative roles uh, all throughout. Uh, I mean, whenever I had a chance to act, so obviously it has to has to be uh, a negative character. Uh, so it, I mean, I would love to play Ravan. I mean, that's that's. That will be amazing. So I have, I have because I have never played any positive characters uh, in any of the plays, and people like me when I am there playing a negative character. So I would say, I mean, Ravan would be an interesting character. Yeah. So, do you do you remember any famous dialogue of Ravan from like from your childhood, like when we used to watch Ramlilas with our family? Not really, not really. I mean, I, I, I'll be very honest. I mean, I have not been to a lot of Ram Leela events. Uh, I mean, I, I used to go there when I was a kid, but not after that. So I, I don't particularly remember the dialogue as such. Cool. So Akash, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the purely gate? Hmm. Um, Uh, I mean, uh, at the end of the day, uh, I believe uh, like life. Uh, I mean, people might have their own perceptions about what life is. I believe. I mean, life is majorly a trade-off. Uh, it's a gamble. It's, it's about the kind of decisions that you take. And uh, I mean, future is always unknown, and 
try to, I mean, you, you can try as much as you want uh, to gauge your future, but I have realized one thing in life that things never go as per planning. I mean, they might go according to plan 70, 75% of the time, but uh, the rest of the time, I mean, a lot of things will happen to you which uh, you could have never imagined. And that is where, uh, I mean, the destiny comes into picture. So, uh, at the end of the day, I mean, uh, when, 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 I mean, I, if at all I managed to go to heaven because of my deed, <laughs> I would, I would really like to uh, hear God say that you really played well. And uh, because at the end of the day, I believe it's, it's a game. I mean, it's a game that uh, we play. It's all about the choices that we make uh, through our life. So I just want to be known as a good player. Somebody who was audacious enough to take uh, uh, decisions in, their, in, 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 in my particular life. Mm-hmm. And not somebody who is very scared or afraid of uh, taking uh, heavy sides. And somebody who was, uh, I mean, somebody who plays uh, the game with full intensity. So I would really like uh, myself to be known as uh, a, a person who is who's a good player, to be very honest. Yes. Perfect. So room, desk and car, which one do you see in first? Uh, definitely, uh, I, I think it will be my best because I can I can manage to work in a messy room, but uh, definitely not on a messy desk. The desk has to be properly cleaned. It has to be um, properly arranged. So I think yeah, I can I can not work without uh, cleanness. So I would clean that first. Yeah. Cool. So Akash, like, uh, what do you think uh, can't be re- replicated about your business easily? Mm. I I think uh, there's one thing that can definitely not be replicated uh, by any other uh, restaurant business. I, I think it has to be our culture. Uh, I mean, right from day one, I mean, we have never acted like owners. We have never acted like people who just uh, give instructions uh, to our staff and, and then we just watch the show. That never happened. I mean, right from day one, I mean, uh, if you talk about me, if you talk about my brother, uh, if I talk about uh, the head chef, the general manager, everybody right from day one, we have worked as a family. Mm-hmm. And uh, during tough days, during uh, times of heavy rush, I mean, there, there have been so many occasions when, uh, I mean, um, uh, I mean, if you talk about me or my brother, I mean, both of us, even we don't mind getting our hands dirty. Uh, I still remember, I mean, the day we opened the restaurant, I mean, that has been probably like one of the most successful days in terms of revenue for our business. It was an unexpected rush. Uh, and I, I still feel that we were not even half prepared for what was about to come. So on that particular day, uh, I mean, I did a lot of odd jobs. Uh, my brother did a lot of odd jobs. The staff, I mean, they, they, they did a lot of jobs which was ideally, they were not ideally supposed to do. But uh, the situation was such that uh, they eventually had to do those kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, I mean, if, if you talk about that one thing, I think it's definitely our culture. We live like a team, we live like a family. 
and uh, be uh, somebody who is at the bottom of the organization or at the top of the organization and you'll be treated everybody with equal respect and everybody has a say and i'm definitely sure i mean it's very very hard to find such a culture especially when you're working in tier 2 in tier 1 people i mean obviously the owners they they really know about uh, what uh, difference uh, a good culture can make but it's very higher hard to find uh, that kind of a culture in tier 2 so i think so this is something that is very very difficult to replicate yeah great so are there any tools or books that have really helped you on your journey Yeah, I, I mean, uh, if I if I talk about, uh, uh, I mean, two major books that I believe anybody who's uh, even remotely interested in starting a business should read. Uh, so the first book I would say is uh, Restaurant Success by the Numbers. So it's a book uh, which is written by uh, a guy called Robert Pee, who's a chartered accountant. and he started multiple businesses after uh, he started account uh, started accountancy and uh, he shared his experiences uh, it really it will give you a good uh, macro level idea about uh, uh, what should you expect from a restaurant business and how to approach the entire process yeah. of starting your own restaurant so this would be a good primer if if you really want to know about how a restaurant business works and the nitty gritty of it and if i talk about uh, a reference book uh, which could serve as a reference whenever you are uh, i mean when whenever you are in the need of some information or whenever you are stuck somewhere as to how you get it should you approach that particular thing i would recommend that there is a book called the restaurant manager's handbook and it's like a bible for anybody who is in the restaurant business so it will give you a good idea some uh, go to book whenever you face uh, issues uh, while uh, managing your restaurant business so these are the two books other than that uh, i mean there are a lot of youtube channels but the one that i found really impressive was uh, the restaurant expert uh, on youtube mm-hmm. so if if you want you can you can go to that channel it will uh, i mean give you a good idea and it will tell you a lot of techniques about how exactly should you go about uh various job roles and how exactly should you work uh, in order to make sure that the restaurant is running very efficiently other than this i believe uh, i mean uh, there there are a couple of people uh, who i consider as my inspiration and the first of all uh, i mean the first of uh, those set of people who i really look up to is riyaz amlani uh, he is the guy who's uh, the ceo of uh, impresario uh, private limited which owns uh, all the social offline pubs uh, that you see all across india so he is a very interesting guy and uh, there are a lot of, there is a lot of content uh, there are a lot of interviews of yasam lalu on uh, youtube so i think he is a very interesting guy uh, just by listening to his interviews or his speeches i mean he will get to know a lot about this entire business and what to expect from it other than that i think uh, there's a guy called rahul singh and he's the owner of the beer cafe which is a very novel concept in itself and uh, i mean his story of uh, how he mortgaged his only asset which is the house in which he lived 
to avail a loan from the bank and then he started to be a cafe and then how he scaled it up so he has been through a very interesting journey as well so when you when you read uh, the stories of such people uh, it, it really helps you do during difficult times it helps you keep yourself motivated plus uh, you'll get a lot of ideas and you'll get a uh, good understanding of how these people think uh, about uh, the restaurant sector as a whole and, uh, and lastly i would say i mean there's there's a very important there's a very important source uh, um so there's uh, uh, a particular website uh, so there's a website called postiftoisiaft.com uh, so there's a website and they have they have a particular uh, newspaper called the restaurant times so they keep releasing articles uh, about the current trends in the restaurant business plus if you have any issues uh, as to how exactly should you manage the Uh, restaurant finances and how exactly can you do the cost cutting how uh, should you leverage your uh, accounting software so i mean these kind of information are uh, very easily available on this particular website i think these are the sources uh, which really help me uh, become at least uh, i mean 5% uh, expert in this field in which i knew nothing about mm-hmm. and there is obviously a lot to learn uh, from this entire journey So as of now, I think I mean I'm still taking my baby steps, uh, but these these uh, sources are really helpful. Great, yeah. great, Abhi. So I uh, will play a rapid uh, fire round now. So I'll okay. ask you a few questions. You have to select one of the options. Okay. 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 So Akash, own or manage? I mean it depends, but uh, I mean if I have to choose one, I will say own. Yes. Okay. suggest or direct um i mean uh, obviously i would somebody who uh, i mean was been through a different kind of background but uh, at times obviously when you are a leader you need to correct people so suggest at times but remember mostly correct i mean based on the role that i am into right now i think correct yeah okay lead or participate Lead for sure. Lead for sure. Okay. Shape or control? Um, I would say shape. To be very honest, yeah, because uh, I mean, these days it's, it's very uh, difficult to uh, control. And in in general, I mean, obviously, I don't uh, believe that it's a good way to approach things. Obviously, shape. Yeah. Okay. So, captain or navigator? Uh, I would say captain. Okay. Ownership or title? Um, I would say ownership. Complete or reflect? Sorry. Complete or reflect? Mm, reflect. I would say. Membership or possession? Mm, membership knowledge or power uh, i mean in today's world obviously knowledge is power but if i have to choose uh, one between them i would choose knowledge about power okay last one president or minister uh, i completely depend on the context but i would uh, say mm, 
that was Akash Yadav from Bistro B2, Varanasi. If you are roaming around Varanasi or along the Ganges, you know whom to contact for the best food available there. Uh, Akash talked about his uh, initiative, how he overcame the challenges, and what empowered him to get into the restaurant business. The resources which he talked about, basically the book called Restaurant Success by the Numbers by Roger Field. There is another book uh, he talked about, The Restaurant Manager's Handbook. Uh, there is uh, one YouTube channel called The Restaurant Expert, uh, which features Riyaz Amlani, the guy who owns Social Offline Chain, and Rahul Singh, owner of the Beer Cafe. And uh, there is one website which is called as uh, www.eosist.com slash restaurant signs. So that was persist dot com slash restaurant time so uh, we would like to thank akash for being on our episode and we got to uh, learn a lot from his experience and i hope our viewers will take inspiration from it uh, thank you so much akash for being here thanks a lot thanks 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 a lot thanks a lot